And welcome back to the Fitness Nerds Podcast. This is co-host Ryan Smith with uh, another special guest we have today. And uh, this is a cool device that we're going to talk about today. And uh, actually, our, our our guest on the other line is Papina, and she's actually in Finland with a company that is MFIT, and they are a company that deals with all different types of products, and we'll kind of go into some of those things here. But for the last week, I've been beta testing a sleep device. Um, I, in the past, have used my iPhone as kind of a baseline for sleep tracking, and they have a device that is going to allow us to do that without keeping your iPhone next to you and uh, and actually give you a lot more data as well. So uh, that's, that's what we have for today, and welcome to the podcast. I appreciate it, Pepina. Thanks. Uh, so uh, the cool thing that I liked about this that I, whenever I originally contacted you all for, for the interview was um, not just the sleep, but also the fact that it's measuring other things as well. It's measuring our respiration, it's measuring our heart rate, and also something I've talked a lot about is the heart rate variability, kind of that space between heartbeats. So I found it really cool that you all were doing that and was kind of intrigued by this product because it's not something that just attaches to you as the person. So, um, so getting, we'll get into that here. But um, so tell me a little bit about MFIT as a company. How did you all get your start? What, uh, what do you have going on from, from a company before this product came out? Well, we are an old company. Our roots are at our proprietary sensor technology from back in 1990 when our founders invented our sensor material. Okay. And believe it or not, the first scientific publication about using our technology for non-contact vital signs measurement with an under-mattress sensor is from 1993, wow. over 20 years ago. So we definitely are one of the two pioneers in this field, and today there are literally hundreds of scientific publications about using our technology in heart rate and sleep time movement measuring. And um, it was in 2000 when our CEO decided we put all our R&D focus into sleep measurement. Mm -hmm. We introduced our non-contact vital signs measuring only three years later in 2003. And then we have sold tens of thousands of bed monitors and stepping into quantified self and consumer sleep monitoring was for us a very natural and long time plan move. Right. Um, we have been developing the NCQS product for many years, since 2008 to be exact. And okay. the web app we now released in May, we started developing a little bit over three years ago. Okay. Oh, very cool. So with the technology, I guess, from whenever I was reading about the company a little bit is, I guess, a lot of your background is more of, I guess, working with elderly populations, falling out of bed, um, health monitoring, things like that for so that you don't have to have somebody monitoring them right there all the time and makes it a little easier to do that. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, we want to grow. So that was the main driver why we started with the QS product. Mm -hmm. um, consumer market has been the focus in R and D for many years, but we didn't want to, but we didn't want to step up before we felt ready. And this spring we felt ready, so we went for it. Great. Uh, we didn't take the normal path, meaning release early, create big public public awareness, and collect BBC funding, increase burn rate, and then try to develop something very fast and get on the market. Right. 
Um, being over 20 years old, you don't want to rush like a squirrel and take too big risks anymore. So we have taken a long route and developed our product gradually with our other cash sales cash flow mm-hmm. and testing with small groups without putting any big efforts into creating big publicity. Well, great, great, and that's and I think that's really you know in a today's technology-driven society, we've got you know companies that they rush to get something out there and they they get it too quick and then you know they've kind of got that one hit wonder they it goes up really fast and then it crashes down pretty quick too so um, with you all having such a you know long background I'm sure and developing many different products then it's gonna gonna last which which is really kind of one of those things that's driven me to you all as well as I'm uh, I'm a quantified selfer and so I've that's kind of how I found you all and I've uh, looked at different products um, over the time. There's been obviously some competitors that were in the sleep monitoring things that have come and gone. And uh, so you all are, you know, with the newer product, and I like what you're doing. You know, the, the one that I knew about previously was the Zio, and you had to wear it on your head, and it was just not, it's just not really a, a good thing to me. So I really like this kind of you set it and forget it kind of thing. It goes there in your bed, and you don't have to worry about it. So, um, and then I guess, and I, when I was looking at the company, you all do a lot with epilepsy as well, monitoring. Is that one of the other areas that you all work with? Yeah, we have an epileptic seizure alarm. Mm-hmm. We've been set for a long time already. Well, good. Yeah, cool. So, so we've got much more, many more things that are applicable too. So, yes. great. So, uh, so tell me a little bit about this sensor and how are we monitoring from under the mattress versus being in closer contact with, uh, with the body? Well, our sensor, which by the way is not the same piezoelectric technology as some other bed sensors, mm-hmm. um, produced small signal from ballistode cardiogram, the tiny body movement caused when your heart beats and you breathe. Okay. And then that tiny voltage signal we then interpret into heart rate and heart rate variability and respiration rate and movement activity okay and the calculation is done locally at the device itself and then this data we send real time to our server from where the data for sleep passes is calculated and the, all the data is mentioned with our web app okay great and so so when i'm there and i'm using that heart rate and i'm seeing my heart rate variability tell me a little bit about like whenever there's somebody else in the bed whenever there's an animal i I had this the other day and where my dog got on the bed and i was looking at my data and then as i didn't even know my dog was on the bed and it was you know there was an hour where there was movement tracking so you know it's uh you know it was one of those things it's like hmm okay is this going to mess up my data and things like that too yeah, um, that's a good point, and we didn't think about that, but I think we can find a way to handle it, though, uh, simply by making it possible to delete sleep periods caused by the bed alone. Okay. But if they do come to your bed at night, as long as they're just away from the sensor, it doesn't cause any problems. Okay. And uh, like your spouse, if she doesn't sleep on top of the sensor, it doesn't cause any trouble to the calculation. Okay. Um, this must be because our sensor working principle is so different from piezoelectric or air pressure based sensors so ours mm-hmm. is very responsive only to movement coming directly from okay okay very cool that's that's good um so 
with that yeah and i think the deleting of that would would work well but the uh so it actually the the device itself is hooked up to wi-fi right so it's on wi-fi it is going to it monitors it sends it via wi-fi automatically to i guess to your all's uh, servers and interprets it in that way we can i can look at it pretty much at any time real time and see what's going on on my bed sensor right um, so and in the show notes, I've got some, uh, I do have some um, screenshots from, from that as well. So we'll, I'll put those up as well so that people can see what it looks like to, to monitor that as well. Um, so with the, I guess really the next thing is, is whenever we're monitoring, where would you see, what do we need to do with the data? What is uh, kind of the, how do you handle it? Well, the first thing, of course, is to keep track of the amount of sleep, which should be sufficient most of the time. Mm -hmm. That is easy, but of course, many people cannot do this every night right. due to working hours. Right. But, however, uh, we should try to get enough sleep every day, which means a good seven to nine hours a night. Right. And this, of course, is individual as well, like athletes need more and right. so on. But um, your brain needs to get enough REM sleep in order to recover, and the recovery of your body requires deep sleep. So our web app shows these, and it's possible to compare personal amounts to optimal amounts that are based on scientific publications. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. So that's where that calculation of mm, it shows like a 90. Like, like last night, I had a 90 on my sleep. And so I was looking at my, at my deep and looking at my light and also looking at my rim and I know kind of that optimal for rim says a 20 to 25 percent my rim showed up at 36 percent so had a higher rim sleep and then but my um, my deep was right there where it needed to be and my light was also kind of where it needed to be so and I didn't have a lot of waking so I'm guessing I was pretty well out for the night but um, so that's that getting your data and getting knowing what's going on so then you can take talk to somebody like myself who does coaching and helping them kind of get get their sleep better good all right so um with the uh with the device itself i mean i guess there's there's a blue light that's on there that kind of tells you that it's hooked up to wi-fi and stuff and it's got a fairly long cord on it I guess one of my concerns originally was the fact that it had a blue light on it. And blue light is one of those things that I know from, uh, it can actually cause you to shut down your melatonin production from a sleep. So I've kind of taken it and tucked it away and stuff, but it was a little bit of a bright blue light for me. Are y'all gonna tone that down or anything like that? The bright LED lights are already darkened at our latest firmware update released okay. just a few days ago. Okay. And the bright, brightness of the lights will also be automatic just shortly, so the darker the room, the dimmer the lights. Great. And perhaps we should make it possible to turn those off, and technically that's not even a problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just maybe one of those things that, uh, you know, at some point in time, I mean, I, I'd obviously not in. A difficult thing and if it as long as it's kind of dimming I want to make sure that we're getting a nice good quality sleep that we do know that you know can, light can affect your sleep as well so and then if we're dealing especially somebody who may be elderly you know you there's a combination it's like do you have light so that they can see or do you have a dark room so they get better sleep right so okay um, so with the I guess with the MFIT what uh, what kind of is the next 
thing for you all? Because I, mean, I know we're in beta right now. So when is a kind of a, do you all have an official release date or uh, what's coming up with, with the MFIT QS? Well, we have the mobile app okay. optimized. Okay. Mobile optimized app. So it opens live with the mobile phones and there's no need to keep updating an app on the phone. And you get the best user experience if you download the app icon to the home screen of your phone and stay logged in all the time. Okay. It doesn't come with any power. And we feel like you don't need to have a native app because we don't use the phone itself for data transfer to cloud or any calculations. So we don't use it battery either okay good yeah all right well and then um what about from a time re time when it's going to release when's this going to be official available to the public i know you're kind of in beta right now and people can still get a beta uh device is that correct they can get one of the early releases so mm -hmm. so uh, i personally am not informed about the release day yet okay but we have the pre-order form on our website at mpqs.com slash mpqs. Okay. And um, it's simple to fill out and then you just send it to us and we'll email you back. Okay, great. And, yeah. to, and to keep updated, you can go like us on Facebook at mpqs. Right, so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very cool. So uh, are there any kind of special other things that are on there? I mean, that's like... As you had mentioned earlier, there's other devices that are kind of competitors. They got to be on top of the mattress and things like that. Um, but as far as this technology that's getting under, it's allowing us to look at things like heart rate variability and and the heart rate and the respiration. Are we are we able to kind of do more with that from you know versus being under the mattress versus somebody that's on top of the mattress? Is that is that data going to be similar? Is it going to be, are we more accurate? How do we, you know? The data is accurate. I think it's about like how comfortable you want to be. Mm -hmm. Like for example, one of our competitors has a sensor that's on top of the mattress. Mm -hmm. I personally wouldn't be like, like, I would want to sleep on top of something right. like that. I agree. Like, I just <laughs> yeah, that's me too. Yeah, and that that was one of the things that's like, and I looked at those other ones, and then whenever I saw you, I was like, okay, this is this is more the direction that I want to go in. I don't want something that's obtrusive. I don't want something that's like I'm, every time I roll over, I'm going to feel it. So that's uh, it's very cool. So I guess one of the questions whenever I was talking with a friend about this was, okay, obviously intimacy issues and things like that that are going on with uh with family you know this is an always on device and they're like okay who's who knows what's going on and things like that with your with your device who you know is anybody else anywhere looking at the data or is it only you that has it it's only us we are not selling it to anyone or right. showing it to anyone okay good and then uh what about as far as in the vast majority obviously just comes back to us. Nobody else really has access to that other than you as far as your own data, your your own quantified self, right? So yes. yeah. So I mean I'm I'm sure there's a lot of data that's out there, but it's mainly just us that has, you know, that we know what's going on so we can kind of see. So that was yeah. that was one of the big things that I heard was somebody going, Oh, well, if it's always on, you know, are people gonna know what we're doing? So, but, um, yeah, <laughs> good. So, <clears throat> all right, well, great. Well, this is, uh, you know, 
Um, one of those things that I really, I'm passionate about helping people with sleep and how do we handle it, how do we quantify it, and then how do we move it on. Do you have anything uh, as far as telling people how to get better sleep once they've kind of quantified and they know, hey, I'm struggling with sleep? Do you all, is there anything in the plans also, you know, to kind of say, hey, here's your stuff and, you know, here's what you can do to be better? Well, we just, I just actually myself posted okay. on our Facebook page a big list of things that you can do to improve your sleep, but like to tell you a couple, for example, quitting smoking is one big thing. Okay. Or drinking alcohol. Right. Not exercising too late in the evening. Not drinking too much water so you don't have to go to the bathroom. Right. A good mattress and like a good pillow. Good. That kind of stuff. Okay. So just the common sense things, yeah. Good. All right. Good. So a lot of that, and then somebody like myself, I would dive deeper into that. So I, because that's what I study and I'm going to spend that time working with somebody. So I do have some executive athletes that, you know, they travel or they're, uh, you know, they're doing lots of things and they're, we're looking at how they sleep and then how can we figure out how to make them better? So they're, they are more rested and more recovered. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be one of those things that will definitely help. So um, you already kind of mentioned the website and you know, on your Facebook and everything. So uh, I guess that's the easiest way for them to get in touch with you. And I'll also post the, the phone number and everything so they can get in touch with uh, MFIT because I know there is a U.S. based. Um, and since you're in uh, overseas, you're in Finland, and we, but we've got a lot of people here in the U.S. Obviously, you are from our time zone, want to get in touch with you all. So... Uh, I'll post all that information in the show notes as well, and we will. Uh, that way, we can kind of get you out there. It's I'm excited. It's a very very cool product. I've been looking for some type of sleep thing, and I've been using my phone. And obviously, that's not the the best way to do that. So, um, but but thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. We're uh, you know it's uh, cool to have new products. Love the quantified self, and I think you all are going to do some really cool things with it. So, so, all right. So, uh, with that, we'll uh, we'll wrap up here in a moment.